You're listening to The Birdbath, presented by The Fountain Report. I'm your host, Ryan Leach. Welcome back to The Birdbath. Each week, we scrape the surface of the news you need to know, so let's get into it. We're kicking things off this week with a little pharmaceutical news. Alonco Animal Health announced on Monday that it has entered into an agreement to sell its aqua business to Merck Animal Health. The deal is stated to be worth approximately $1.3 billion in cash, which represents approximately seven and a half times the estimated 2023 revenue of Elanco's aqua business. Now, if you're sitting here like I was at the beginning and getting a little out of your depth for aqua conversations... Aqua business is primarily what you would expect, uh, fish health products and the both warm-blooded as well as cold-blooded pieces of the veterinary industry. Now, Merck has been making some heavy acquisitions in the aquatic pet health space and recently made an acquisition as well for the fish health product maker Scan, which has an aqua and fish conservation monitoring equipment. One of the things within the Alonco portfolio that seemed to drive a lot of interest and a lot of people are seeing as a, a main value driver was the DNA-based vaccine Clinav, which I'm probably mispronouncing, but it protects Atlantic salmon against pancreas disease, as well as Imvax, an anti-parasitic sea lice treatment. So again, this is probably getting me way out of my swim lanes, but it found it pretty interesting to see the fish health side of the veterinary space that uh, I usually don't touch on to. Alonco expects to see a greater return from their investment dollars now with their pet health and livestock sustainability pipeline. Another big story for Merck and the European side of things was the European Commission has approved Brevecto injection for dogs, which is being used to kill fleas and ticks for 3 to 12 months. Now, this is a longer version than what we see in the U.S., but it has also been approved in Australia recently. So the expectation is that we're going to start seeing this antiparasitic carrying over into the U.S. market in the coming months. So it was an interesting topic that I heard a few people talking about, about if we're expecting or if the U.S. market and U.S. veterinarians are going to be embracing this longer-term antiparasitic than what we've seen historically. A big congratulations goes out to Alliance Animal Health. They announced this month that they have added their 200th veterinary practice to their network. The the company in their press release called themselves the largest veterinary service organization that partners with veterinarians at the practice level through a joint venture partnership model. Across their 27 different states that they operate in, they have over 300 partners that have ownership stakes within the practices that the Alliance Animal Health Network owns. So it's really cool to see the continued growth of one of these models that is finding a way to bring a joint venture and and not just take the ownership out of the hands of the veterinarians, but perhaps find a way for consolidation and groups to allow veterinarians to still see an uptick and an uptake on the financial upsides for veterinary consolidation while allowing these larger, more globally run and and multinationally minded businesses to be able to scale the veterinary industry in ways that we've hoped to see for, for many years. Another company that has a big plan for growth is Camp 
Bow Wow. So Camp Bow Wow was just acquired by Propelled Brands. The dog care and boarding franchise is being acquired by another large franchiser brand. Propelled Brands is well known in the franchise space as the parent company of Fast Signs, My Salon Suites, and Nerds to Go, which is what I called my high school basketball team. <laughs> Okay, so I'm back. With the support of Propelled Brands Private Equity Ownership, the acquisition is designed to provide Camp Bow Wow with the overarching understanding of how to scale and grow a franchise opportunity. You know, franchises are something that I think is a great way for a lot of people to be able to get into business. I've I've firsthand seen the success that can come from franchise models and and think it's something that is super interesting for for a lot of people to be able to explore and and dive into more so. Uh, Entrepreneur Magazine, though, also just put out their franchise 500 and Camp Bow Wow was on this list again. There were quite a few pet franchise businesses in Entrepreneur Magazine's Franchise 500. So the number one in the space was Pet Supply Plus, which held the honor as being the top pet franchise for the 10th year running. Seven other pet supply and service franchises were also ranked on this year's list. Companies like Dogtopia, Wild Birds Unlimited, Earthwise Pet, Zoom Room, which is what I call my office, Aussie Petmobile, Wolfgang Bakery, and Grooming, and... And finally, duty calls, which is what I call my house with two twin two-year-olds. Much like the previous story discussing Alliance Animal Health's joint venture model, a franchise model is kind of a unique way for people that want to have an ownership stake in a business but are still looking for support from a parent company. Franchises are obviously a little bit less of a parent company securing the financial assets of it, but it is an interesting way for people to be able to have a bit of a model and perhaps in the best situations, a company to reach to and a company to look out to, to be able to find a a positive outcome. So if you're looking at some of these things, check out the Entrepreneur Magazine's Franchise 500 for for lists of interesting businesses here. And I, I never stop hearing great news and great things about what Camp Bow Wow is doing. More great news for people looking to find new veterinary colleges. The American Association of Veterinary Medical Colleges welcomes 12 schools to its membership. First off, the University of Ana G. Mendez in Puerto Rico has received a letter of reasonable assurance from the Council on Education and was welcomed as a member institute of the AAVMC. That's kind of that big piece, the stamp of approval, bringing them into the fold. The other schools that were in here are looking at provisional membership, and and provisional membership is available for a school of veterinary medicine, which is seeking accreditation by the Council of Education. The category includes new developing programs in the United States and Canada, as well as international schools that are planning to seek accreditation. Let me just run down this list of schools, and it's kind of a neat way, perhaps, if you're looking for ways to branch out, whether you're hoping to get into a new veterinary school, or if you're looking for ways to find new vet students and and tackle this shortage that we have going on. Some of the schools that have been approved for this provisional membership are Arkansas State University and Lyon College, both in Arkansas, Chamberlain University in Georgia, Clemson in South Carolina, Hanover College in Indiana, Lincoln Memorial University in Orange Park, Florida, Utah State University in, you guessed it, Utah, 
as well as Rocky Vista University in Montana, oversees two additional schools, the Universitat Autonoma de Barcelona in Spain, as well as the University of Nicosia in Cyprus. Both were on the list of schools that received this provisional membership. Finally, or additionally, Shahid Benazir Bhutto University in Pakistan has been accepted as a collaborative member. And the collaborative memberships available for schools that are outside the U.S. and Canada and are not seeking accreditation. Now, what that means is they are in a situation where that education is still collaborating with domestic universities and domestic uh, levels of need but not that full accreditation that we're seeing from the other ones. So kudos to all of these schools that are helping tackle what's been a consistent issue in the space. We're continuing to see these things. We've hit on the topic repeatedly. Um, and even last week talked about the NAVLE tests, and we didn't go too deep into what the scores looked like overall for students. But the more students that we can have enter into the profession and the opportunity for them to become new veterinarians is always a positive. So congratulations to the schools. And if you hear anything new about some of the universities, or if you took the NAVLE recently and, and found something fun or interesting within the testing, be sure to let us know. And for more on these and other stories, join us by subscribing to The Fountain Report. There's a link in the bio, and don't miss out on any episodes by subscribing and rating the show. For The Birdbath, I'm Ryan Leach. See you next week. Bye.